Sandy and Cat, it's Magic 95.1 WAJI. A few minutes ago, we got into this discussion about deer that reside inside the property of the GM truck plant. That's right, because there's a gate around it. I, uh, GM is in the news because they have mm-hmm. built their 10 millionth vehicle since production began at the plant nearly 37 years ago. They started making trucks there, GM trucks, in 1986. And their f- their plant produces over 1,400 trucks per day. And while I was sharing that story of our 10 millionth vehicle, Kat drifted into deer chat. Can you reset yeah. the question you proposed to listeners this morning? Well, as I drive by and I go down to Indianapolis, I pass the GM truck plant and I notice off to the side of the road, it's pretty obvious there's a ton of deer that are inside the gates. So I was wondering, are they there on purpose? Are they residing there at the GM truck plant? Why is the gate up? I assume the gate is to keep the deer inside GM's property and not like over the interstate. Of course, you don't want a bunch of deer crossing the interstate, obviously. But I was just asking you, have you seen all the deer that's inside the gates? And you looked at me like a deer in headlights and was like, what in the world Uh, are you talking about? I, I, I just had, I mean, I don't. No, I, I can't guess I be the only one that drives even, down 69 and sees all these deer. There's no way there's deer trapped in there, though. I mean, what? I mean, you don't think they're trapped? Well, I what? What are they doing there? I mean, they seem so tame. They kind of <laughs> seem. I mean, I'm serious. I'm going down the interstate 70 miles per hour, and they're not even flinching. Oh, it's Andy right. and Cat. Uh, our number is two six zero four six seven ninety five hundred. Welcome to uh, Deer Chat. I, I pray you're calling in uh, regarding the deer at uh, the GM plant? I am. Cat is not delirious. Okay. I drive by there every day and there are deer in there, Andy. I'm not, okay. There's a ton of them, aren't there? It's like they're trapped in there or... So are they trapped? No, they're not. No? They are not. My husband used to work at GM. I just got off the phone with him because I had to know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I said, what happens to the deer in there? He said, what do you mean? I said... Are they trapped? He said, no. The fence is just there by the highway. And then there are other places that the deer can roam other than that area. Okay. Well, so, I mean, like, like, can you just ballpark me? I mean, because nobody will really know. It's not like we tag the deer, but are we, you guys thinking there's like 30 deer in there or what? There's got to be. There's a ton of deer in there. Is there just like one a whole colony of deer, Andy? It's like a colony, a village of deer. <laughs> I mean, I'm the one who looks oh at the God. same three trucks they have parked. <laughs> right, you, you look I, at the three I trucks. We're looking at the deer. Thank you for the call. Oh. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Andy oh and Kat, good morning. Hi, are you uh, calling in for GM? <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, no. They were calling to. to verify what that caller just said. <laughs> Hang on, so is the deer at the GM plant, just to <laughs> wrap this up, this is like an ongoing problem? I that think... That, like, I'm the only one who didn't know that that's, like, something that... A caller just told me off the air that they do weed them out every few years. What, like, with hunters? Yeah. Yeah. Andy and Kat, good morning. I, I have nothing to add, but uh, welcome to GM Deer Chat. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I have a brother-in-law who's a security officer around there, so I can't... Okay. Okay. My, okay. Uh, 
When he does his rounds, he said that the deer are so friendly, he can feed them out of the palm of their hand. They are not up there. They are free to go in and out, but they can't access the highway. Um, But he says he probably runs into 30 or 40 deer a night. A night? Yeah, but people bring food like carrots and all these different things to feed them because it's almost an every single day occurrence. That they're there. So can I ask, I mean, I mean, maybe somebody else listening knows. Maybe you don't know. I'm maybe I'm setting you up for a question you have no idea. But I mean, what draws them there aside from your security guard relative feeding them carrots? <laughs> 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 Honestly, um, they have access to and from other deer. Right. Mating. So they're mating. It's just, so you're, yeah. t- okay. I mean, so the GM plant is like the sexy nightclub. <laughs> yes, it is. For deer <laughs> to get it on. It's the deer hookup spot. It's the deer it's hook. The, it's like okay. the deck in downtown Fort That's Lane. That's right, it okay. is. <laughs> the GM spot. Stop it. I know, I can't. I can't anymore. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right. Thank you for the call. Sandy and Kat, don't say we don't dig into the stories you guys want to talk about. Deer mating at the GM plant. Up and down the dial. Nobody else is talking that. Sandy and Kat, hey, it's Magic 95.1 WANJI. I got a couple oddball stories to get to. One, I just want to make sure you guys are in the know. What people will be talking about on social media for about five hours today. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long time. <laughs> is is Al Pacino is 83 years old mm-hmm. and his 29-year-old girlfriend has revealed she's already eight months pregnant. Hoo-ah! <laughs> um, you Did- know what I'm saying? Didn't Robert De Niro become a father once again? And isn't he like 79, 79 years old? And 79. Just had a baby here like a week and a half ago. Yeah. I think it was just a week or so ago that that yeah. was revealed. So 83-year-old Al Pacino to become a father again at the age of 83. I just wanted to play the son of the woman sound effect. <laughs> there you go. All right. So I don't know. I don't want this to drift into too much of a religious conversation. Okay. I just want to say, share what a lot of people apparently over the past weekend or so, and the story isn't dying out, are traveling to. So maybe sometimes you're like, hey, I need a road trip, but I don't know where to go. A lot of people are like, hey, I uh, have a few days off, but I don't know what to do. So apparently in Missouri, people are flocking to a chapel. Mm. Hmm. And it's a small town that's just north of Kansas City, Missouri. So that people can see and touch the body of a nun who died four years ago. She was recently exhumed. And even though she wasn't embalmed to get too gross and technical, Mm -hmm. her body somehow hasn't started to decompose. Really? And so people are wondering what is going on in this particular situation. Now, naturally, if you're listening, you're like, what's going on? Why why would anybody do this? I don't know. That's why I'm sharing it with you. Reportedly, up to 15,000 people came to see and, and touch the body over the past Memorial Holiday weekend. 
Isn't that weird to you? Would you touch a dead body? I would not. Like, even when my grandpa was in the casket, like, you just look at him, but you don't necessarily want to touch them. You don't, but touching a dead nun's body? She passed away four years ago. Her body hasn't started to decompose. Scientists are thinking it's some sort of religious miracle. Or I'm sorry, people who are believe. And that there's some sort of religious uh-huh. miracle. Scientists are on the scene. I'm sorry. Right, I right. No. Uh, I don't know why she was exhumed. I don't even know how the word got out so that so many people would want to go, hey, what are you doing this Memorial Day holiday? <laughs> no, I don't got any plans, but I've got time off of work. Okay. Do you want to hop in the car, do a roadie, and go touch a dead nun? And the answer to that is 15,000 plus strong are coming to see and touch mm. her body. I don't, I mean, I have. I don't expect you to have any reaction. I have no reaction. I don't know what any of that means. I find that to be... Like, I mean, a picture would, would do it for me. Some people think it's a miracle. They want to touch a miracle. Oh. They think that, you know what I'm saying? There's some... Yeah. Re- I don't want to get into too much of that where I right. sound insensitive, but I'm trying... I get that. I, you know what I'm saying? But like, right. I said the same thing about my trip to Washington, D.C. My parents said, hey, every kid needs to go to Washington, D.C. My school did not take me. So they take me and they go, hey, that you know that monument? That's the Washington Monument. It's the same one that's in your book. And I go, uh-huh. And then we go over here to Lincoln. And mm-hmm. I go, you mean that looks just like the picture? Yeah. Yep, that's the yep. one. And then we go all the way around the mall. And I go, that's the most traffic I've ever seen in my life at the <laughs> I time. I do not want to be there You again. have to walk everywhere to get every. I mean, yep. it's far. Yeah. Like the, uh, Isn't it like a mile or two oh, across one I mean, side to the I've other? I've never walked more than in two cities. Mm. Las Vegas is one. D.C. is the other. Mm. Both, to your point, may have been better served by just taking just a picture. A picture. Yeah. Yeah. Sandy and Cat, Magic 95.1, getting set here for a new episode of Random Facts. Hmm. You would think this uh, segment needs more of an explanation, but I hope it doesn't. Maybe the name should say it all. These are facts. They happen to be random. In my head, this is radio potato chips. You grab a handful, satisfying to the ear. Okay? By the way, uh, inadvertently, we worked one of these random facts into our show already this morning, so let's start with that. Okay. Random facts. The average bra size in America now is 34 double D. Hmm. In the 1950s, it was 34 B. Oh, okay. I believe that, though. I really do. I would have probably thought I'm not they paying were... attention to any okay. of those things. <laughs> oh, sure you're not. That didn't catch your attention. I am not. No. (laughs) I am not looking at that. (laughs) Random facts. The Mona Lisa was stolen from the Louvre in Paris in August of 1911 by an Italian thief named something, something, something. Okay. And it wasn't discovered until December of 1913, which actually helped make it more famous. And that's why it's one of the most famous paintings in the world. Many people don't know it was actually stolen. stolen. Hmm. Random facts. Oh, boy. Really? Remember that first random fact about bra size? Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. The first breast implants were, in fact, given to a dog. What? A dog? Esmeralda. 
Wait. In Texas. In 1962, to test on animals to see if they'd work. They did. <laughs> so they gave it to a dog? So they started breast implants on a dog named Esmeralda in Texas in 1962. They worked, and that was when doctors then started giving them to people. Wait a minute. You think maybe they messed up maybe the first one because dogs have multiple, like, mm. teats? So maybe they gave the dog eight implants? I don't think so. Or just two? I don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think there's only so much real estate. I'm trying to think of another animal that only has two. I wouldn't overthink this. Okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. Just digest fact. the fact for okay. remember. First implants on a, a dog, dog, 1962, Tail. then humans. That's it. Got That's it. That's it. Check, please. <laughs> Random facts. You know, in the original myth, Pandora didn't open a box. She opened a jar. Pandora's box comes from a bad translation ah. that has somehow stuck through time. Hmm. Sandy and Cat. <laughs> Random facts. By the way, what's the takeaway here today? <laughs> Can we just go back to the dog getting uh, implants? You're okay. You're that's the one. That's, All right. that's sure. the yeah. one. All right, sure. You have a follow-up <laughs> question that I likely will not know the answer no, to. No, no, I'm not even gonna ask it. I don't mm-mm. Not not now. Maybe off the air. Did you think about it? Did you think about it more and thought? I, I did, and I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Nah. Okay. Let's just move on. By the way, I could not come up with another animal that only had two. Oh. Really? I mean, our orangutan. Okay. Sandy and Cat. Sandy and Cat, Magic 95.1 WAJI. One of the things that is a sort of a pet peeve of mine is it's like a necessary evil with kids, and that's like tablets, mm-hmm. right? Like even teachers and administrators will be like, hey, you know what? You got to limit your kids to screen, screen time. time. And then yet the very first day of school, at least at my school district, they give kids iPads. Yeah. <laughs> because they're going to teach their well, lessons on, on, on the, yeah. right? But I'm like, you got to limit screen time, right? Us as uh, people, how much? How many of you spend so much of your day in front of a screen, whether it's your phone, a work computer, something like that? Like, I just get annoyed at some of the videos my kids end up finding online, just kids unboxing videos. Yes, that's what my kids are watching too. The whole unboxing videos, just, or yeah, them playing with their toys. I'm like, why are you watching that kid do that? They watch other kids play mm-hmm. for hours, and it, I just find it to be so mind-numbing, yet when I talk to all parents, we do the same thing. We're such hypocrites. We end up watching crazy stupid videos. Yeah. And uh, like I'm this, like I'll end up watching chiropractor videos where they have people like get their back and neck cracked and I will watch it on loops, man. Loops. Um, And then uh, for some reason, I don't know what it is, like my, I'll end up watching old talk show interviews of like Johnny Carson or Letterman Mm -hmm. interviewing people like 25 years ago. Right. I don't even know why, but I will get sucked into those. And so over on our Facebook page this morning, and you're welcome to chime in if you'd like to have a cathartic confession with us at 260-467-9500. The amount of y'all that are listening supposedly to ASMR, which are those whispering videos. Yes. Yes. You guys, who are you people? What's up with you? (laughs) 
I have to admit, doesn't everybody at least get sucked into watching like zits and boils get popped and stuff? No, that is so gross to me. I can't watch that. I mean, I'm boring on YouTube. I watch the movie trailers and yeah. behind the scenes. I love to see how things are made. Like, like behind the scenes yeah, and movies behind and the stuff? scenes and movies, behind yeah. the scenes and music videos, behind the scenes and the making of whatever huh. documentary. P- Do you ever watch surgery videos? No. So, there's surgery videos? So per- Karen, there's a couple of listeners who chimed in that they watch uh, knee replacement videos. Mm. I have to tell you. So there was a period in my life where I was thinking about transitioning out of radio and getting into like medical or pharmaceutical sales. Yeah. And somebody was like, I tell you what, why don't you watch some surgery videos on YouTube? And if you like it, call me back. <laughs> if you don't, don't like, like it, that, I'm never going to hear from you again. You should not be a <laughs> medical device rep That's... because most of the time you're in like Fort Wayne Metals like or anything mm-hmm. that Zimmer makes, you are in the room showing f- doctors how these things get installed and how they make people's lives better. Uh-huh. And I was like, so I watched the video for about 10 minutes. And, I and go, then you're like, this I is like, not for I me. Cannot, I cannot be in the room. Uh-uh. <laughs> I can barely watch this video. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? I can't do this. I mean, there's a guy on our Facebook page who likes to watch people tie knots. <laughs> <laughs> there's something called the cool monkey fist knot and the trucker's hitch <laughs> knot. Which, there are a lot of variations of the trucker's hitch, oh, guys, as I learned as I looked that up this uh, morning. I was going to uh, tie that together with some rope, but uh, I kind of forget how to make the the monkey fist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Need some monkey. You guys ever watch a good night? I mean, there's people who get satisfied watching, what did one listener write? Uh, I forget her name, but she she called in and she goes, I love watching dirty things get clean, like when they deep clean a yes, rug. Yes, I, that's popped up on my feed before too, and I get sucked in into that. Yeah, I think if my wife would play this game on our show, what's the weird video you get sucked into watching? Mm-hmm. It's people deep cleaning carpets yes. and you see all the mud get extracted. That's right. And the lines, uh, the perfect lines that it makes. Huh. 260-467-9500. It's Andy and Kat. All right. Welcome to YouTube Confessions. You end up watching a lot of what? Go ahead. I am amazed over the last month how many cooking videos I've been watching but my workplace is very happy about it. Why is that? Oh, because you're making them. I make it and take it into work. Now, do you have a favorite, like, chef or something? No. Like, sometimes there's creepy stuff, like guys cooking shirtless and stuff. Have you seen that? Why am I the only one who noticed that? (laughs) Well, I noticed that a lot of the women wear um, very fitted tops if they're younger. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, those are great recipes. Yeah, yeah they want the subscribe. Yeah, they could be making water. <laughs> and I'd be like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you for the call. Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi, the, uh, your strange addiction to YouTube. Dr. Pimple Popper. Yeah, man. Uh, there so we go. Good. So good. I can't... I can't... I mean, I can't get enough of it. I mean, it's enough to make you go into dermatology. Yeah, it, it, it's just very cathartic to watch that pus ooze out yes. and relieve the patient. Yes, oh. I don't. I find it. I truthfully, I understand oh. what you're saying. Like, you saw someone with an obstacle, they overcame it, Mm-mm. they got relief, and they Mm-mm. started healing. Mm-mm. Isn't that good? No. <laughs> Yes, it's so good. It's so good. Yes. Thank you for the call. (laughs) Oh, are you one of those that likes to, like, pop other people's pimples? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yuck. Mm. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Like, I could see probably, I don't know, one of my ex-husbands had pimples on his back, and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't go uh, over there and pop it. I, and I know uh, I'm, I'm one of the few, but... You want to know where your relationship stands on intimacy. Is if, if you if, can... It, it's if... Uh, is if your significant other pops your pimples, man. Uh-uh. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Now, oh. I could shave the back hair, oh. but I couldn't <laughs> pop his pimples. <laughs> One is the least, the lesser of the evil, I guess. I mean, I gotta tell you, I mean, if we're just being really honest, during, like, M- Mel and I trying to, you know, add to our family, mm-hmm. there were times during intimacy was derailed by... <laughs> Derma- dermatological events. What in the world are you saying right now? I think you know. I know what you're I saying. You, I, think I just you can't know. believe you just outed her. Sandy and Cat, Magic 95.1 WAJI. Uh, today is the last day of school for the school district my kids are in. And, um, you know, obviously you got some high school graduations that are upcoming this weekend and next weekend for a lot in our area, although not all. And it always gets me thinking about that moment in your life. There's such a significance of supposed pressure, you know, to know what you're doing with the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And you're just sometimes 17 years old. And, uh, you know, the reality is there's always time to pivot, but yet it never feels like there right. is. Right. I-, I wanted to ask this morning, and it might be kind of a deep question. Do you regret your college major? And then my follow-up question would be, did you pick it or your parents pick it? Ooh. Hmm. Because one of the things that I guess is in the back of my mind, even though I'm one of those comm majors that actually got a job in the field in which I majored in, yeah, was that I, I, I do feel the, orn, the pressure to sort of like steer my kids down a path of like, Law, medicine, engineering, accounting. Yeah, something you know, that, you know, they're going to uh, not com- be in debt the rest of their yeah, life. Yeah, computer science. I, I just feel like those are the trades that have a tried and true payoff as opposed to the uh, liberal arts degree sort of thing. And the only reason I like to do this topic, I'll be 100% candid, is because I do know a lot of parents listen to the show or they listen back to the podcast mm-hmm. and they think about the, these are the discussions they're having with their kids right now. It's like, how much should I be involved in the decision as to what they do next? It's their life. They should do their own thing. Or do I guide them a little so they don't make a mistake or make a mistake I made? Even though I've got young kids, I think about that this time of year. Like, are you involved in that? Like, I am. I mean, do you think about that? I do think about that. And I think one of the worst decisions that I did as a parent with my oldest one is I made him go to college. Like, you're going to go to college and you're going to get some sort of degree at whatever field you want. And making him go to college, he hated it. But now he wants to go back to school. You know, he stopped after the first year and now he wants to go back to school to uh, do something in history. So he finally figured out. I think it's just, you know, kids at that age, sometimes they feel the pressure that they need to know what they're going to be when they grow up, so to speak. But they just don't know. 
I mean, and how would you know? You don't have enough life experience exactly, to know. Exactly. I mean, so that's one of the mistakes I made. I, I should have never forced him to do something that, that he didn't know what he wanted. He didn't like it. And, you know, ultimately after a year, kind of took a break. Uh, so 260-467-9500. It's Andy and Kat. Good morning. Hi. Did you pick your college major or did your parents push you one way or the other? Well, I'm calling in reference to my son and my daughter. Okay. I was a single parent and things were always financially tight. Mm -hmm. So I told them, you will go to college if I have to tie you to the roof of the car and take you there. (laughs) Drag you there. Okay. (laughs) And my son is an aerospace engineer with uh, NASA in Houston. Oh, that's, that's awesome. cool. That's very cool. I mean, cool. is it awesome? Like, does he, is he does so he thankful that you tied him to the roof of the car? Or is he like, he, just well, no passion he, behind it? He originally wanted to be an Air Force pilot. Okay. Mm-hmm. But his vision wasn't good enough. Okay. Yeah. And when he was little, he used to draw rockets and all kinds of things all the time. And now he's working at NASA. And that's cool. Now he's actually the head engineer who designed the life support system for astronauts that will go to the moon. Hmm. You know, the suits that they will wear yeah. outside of the space station or the rocket or whatever. So Your story is fascinating. Yeah, I think, thank very you. good. And, thank and that's you. exactly what I think parents are like. You're like, how much do I push? i got to tell you, my, um, my husband, his father actually told him that he is going to to college to be a CPA. He really wanted to be a chef. Oh, he wanted really? to cook. Yes, he wanted to be a chef. That's what he wanted to do, but his his stepdad or his father told him he's like, "Nope. Yeah. You're going to go to school and you're going to be a CPA." And that's what he became and he he's glad now. Is he glad that yeah, he got Yeah, because steered? he has his own business Man, it's and it's such he, a risk you know, reward like but, but you could end up like regret re- like regretting yes, that and then re- resenting your father. the father. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like to me that's a happy ending. That's For some, it's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. All right, one more. Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi. Did you pick your college major or did your parents pick it? I picked it and it was um, communication, radio, TV, film. Okay. And are you glad you did that or do you wish someone steered you the other way? It was an awful decision. Um, I graduated when I was 17. I thought it sounded fun. Um, as you know, the industry, you either love it or you don't. And I didn't. And I had to go get a master's to um, be able to get a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and what, what industry? You don't have to say your company's name, but just out of curiosity, what, you, what field are you in now? Finance. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, I did the same thing. I don't know if anybody knows this. I, I, in 2008, I didn't like where the world was, so I went back to school and got an MBA as well. Sandy and Kat. Did you pick your college major or did you parents? Magic trivia. Ah, you know me. Love some dating statistics from dating websites. When it comes to online dating profiles, the thing men are most likely to lie about is their job or how much money they make. Women are most likely to lie about their blank. What is it? 260-467-9500. Go ahead, Kat. I guess their bra size. Is not right. 
By the way, I, I guess I need to know what age <laughs> this is. <laughs> the average bra size in America right now is a 34 double D. Wow. Hmm. Well, that fact is uh, hot off the presses this morning. <laughs> Indian Cat Magic 95.1. Good morning. Hi, Magic Trivia. What's your guess? Wait. Oh, their weight. Is exactly That's right. Correct. Yes. Yay! Congratulations. You're going to Vera Bradley. Thank you. All right. If you just joined our show, let me reset the question. When it comes to online dating profiles, the thing men are most likely to lie about is their job title or how much money they make at their job. With women, they're most likely to lie about their Weight is exactly right. Who is this? This is Liz. Liz, I tell you what, behind the scenes, Kat's going to work with you. We're going to get some information. You can go to any of the upcoming ticketed sessions and the very exclusive Happy, Happy Hydrangea pattern. There yes. you go. Good for yes. you. All right. Thank you. You're very welcome. Hang on. We'll get some information behind the scenes and we'll have more passes to the upcoming Vera Bradley outlet sale. No, we won't. Are yeah, we- yeah, we will. I'm oh. just thinking, like, nobody's ever asked me my weight on my date on a date. Like, who asks about on your weight? On a profile, weight? not on a date. Uh, on a profi- on profile. profile. Yeah. Okay. I've lied about my weight, but not, like, intentionally. Like, an old driver's license might have my weight on it from, like, when I was in high school. Like, I never changed that. So that seems pretty intentional then. <laughs> if you've actively <laughs> I never just, changed it. Yeah, well, I just figured it out a couple months ago. 